0: ever heard the saying, dance like nobody's watching? Generally, when you do dance like that, everybody is watching. And do you know what? Even though they may be sneering and laughing secretly, they wish that they had the freedom and courage to turn loose and enjoy themselves like that. It's sad most turn to alcohol to get liquid courage, To put their inhibitions behind them. But did you know that dancing is an act of worship? If you've ever been in a Pentecostal church, this is not news to you. Most have seen a stiff legged old man hop around a time or two. But do you know what prompts them to do such a thing? Joy. Pure, unadulterated joy. King David experienced such joy. In 2 Samuel chapter 6, we find King David bringing the ark of God back where it belongs. And before we dive too deep into that, let's review David's life. Before David was known to anyone, God had chosen him to be king over Israel. While no one knew his name or how brave or poetic or heroic he was, God knew the same way that he knows you and your purpose. David had an intimate relationship with God from an early age. He played his harp and made up love songs about the God of Israel while he was watching the sheep. When a lion and a bear came, God was with him and he killed them himself, just a youth. He knew how to listen to God and he learned that God loved him and he would protect him in all circumstances. David was anointed by Samuel to be king over Israel in front of his father, his brothers, while Saul was still king. And we dare not forget that young David slew the giant warrior Goliath after all these wonderful things. And even when Saul turned against him and tried to kill him, the Lord was a shield to David and protected him in every situation he found himself in. Even times when he was outside of the will of God. David was thankful. David remembered where God had brought him from. What God had brought him through. And what God said he was going to do through David. If you had lived a life like that, would you be thankful and praise God for the things he had done for you? I heard a story once of a farmer who was tired. He had worked all of his life on his farm and it just never seemed to get any easier. He was always having to repair fences and fix broken things and and just work hard. He decided to sell his farm and find an easier life. He contacted a real estate agent to list his property for sale. And he started scanning real estate magazines and listings to see if he could find a place to retire and enjoy the easy life. One day, he came upon a listing that caught his attention. It was titled, A Small Slice of Heaven. And it went on to say, Lots of acreage, pristine property, everything was turnkey, and expert attention had been given to every detail. Such a property was in high demand and was extremely hard to find. So he called about the listing only to find out that it was his farm because he was only focused on the work he had put into it. He failed to see the reality of what a beautiful and rare place it was and that it was his work that had made it so valuable. So many times we do the same. We focus on the tremendous testimonies of others. And we forget the things that God has done for us. David did not fall victim to that scheme. He kept his mind fixed on the Lord, and he stayed in a state of gratitude and thanksgiving. So when we find him in 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 13, the men are carrying the ark of God back to the city. David fully embraces the enormity of the moment. He opens himself up to praise and thanks God for all that he has done and all that he will do. He thanks him for choosing him to lead the nation. And the Bible says when the men took six steps, David offered a sacrifice know about y'all but six steps is not that much and in my mind I picture David I think he could not contain himself any longer six steps was all he could stand before he broke loose and danced before the Lord just six steps and it it just came over him this wasn't a ballet or a cha-cha slide the Bible says that David danced with all his might Friends, David burned it down. He was a mighty man, full of strength and energy. And he gave every ounce of energy to dance before the Lord. The Bible says he was leaping and dancing. Have you ever been to a ball game and the play is so intense and something great happens all of a sudden? and, And what does the crowd do? They jump to their feet. They yell. They throw their arms in the air. They jump, and they celebrate. David realizes that this is the best reason ever to celebrate the ark of God. The very presence of God will be dwelling with them. And he completely gives himself over to the celebration. He is the leader, and he dances like nobody is watching but God. David literally danced out of his clothes. So he danced in only a linen ephod, which is basically uh, just underwear. He did not mind humbling himself before God. This was about God, not David. This was about God and how happy David was that God loved him. David's reaction impressed the people to follow suit. And soon they were all dancing and leaping and rejoicing. No one cared how the other was dancing. It was a party, and everyone was happy to be part of it. They were too busy praising God to worry about if anyone looked foolish or not. But you know, there's always that crowd of onlookers. You know the ones, the ones that won't participate, but they tear down the ones that do. David, unfortunately, was married to one of those. Her name was Michael. And verse 16 says, Michael looked down from her window. Notice she's not down celebrating or praising God for his presence. No, she's upstairs in her room. But she looked down and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord. And the Bible says she despised him in her heart. Have you ever noticed that unhappy people don't like happy people? The light of praise and thanksgiving and joy. It shines a light on those who are selfish, ungrateful, and condescending. And they don't like it. Look at how she reacts to David when he comes in. Notice in verse 20 it says that David came in to bless his household. He had good intentions towards his wife. Even though she did not participate in the celebration, he had good intentions and he came in to bless his household. But she immediately calls him out and tries to shame him. She says in verse 20, How the king of Israel honored himself today. This is being sarcastic. And she said, How the king of Israel honored himself today, exposing himself to slave girls like a vulgar person. She basically accused him of exposing himself to young women for cheap thrills. The king of Israel, God's chosen man, and she's trying to belittle him and make him feel like a fool. I want to stop right here and tell you friends that there will always be someone ready and willing to tear you down to falsely accuse you, and to shame you for no reason. Someone who would never humble themselves and glorify God the way you do. They're always waiting. But let us learn from David here. He does not back down. He tells her that it was before the Lord that he danced. That the Lord chose him over Saul, her father. And his family boom David drops a bomb and tells it like it is he puts God in the exalted place that he belongs and puts this ungrateful woman in her place by continuing to say that he would humble himself all the more and dishonor himself to give God glory because God deserved the glory And he points out the fact that the poor young women she is putting down would gladly celebrate and praise God with him. And they would honor him, unlike her. After this, David never has physical relations with Michael again because of her spiteful and ungrateful heart. Friends, there will always be naysayers and negative Nancys. Do what David did. Give God all you've got, and if they try to shame you or put you down in light of what God has done for you, exalt God to his proper place and put them in the place that they belong, even if it means cutting off relationship with them. You will never go wrong by praising God with a grateful heart for all he has done for you. Dance, friends. Dance like nobody's watching but God. (laughs) And burn it down. If people want to talk, give them something to talk about. Don't let anyone steal your joy. God bless you, friends.